Hello, everybody. Welcome. Episode 78. Entirely left out the word two there. Welcome to episode <laughs> 78 of Planet Film Live. Uh, we got a new trim look on the new channel. Uh, the, uh, the new channel banners across all three channels. Uh, uh, the new channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, yeah. very sleek. Thank you guys for joining us. I am one of your hosts, Sean Monk. I'm your host, TJ Cornwall. And so after like looking, I don't think maybe they took it off. What, anything goes? No, the DraftKings oh, okay. Oscars thing. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't see it on there. So, so before we went live, TJ was talking about how um, he was going to uh, place a bet for um, for best picture on DraftKings uh, for the Oscars on Sunday. Because yeah. obviously those are coming up this weekend. It's what we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit later on in the show. But uh, it looks like that is no longer an option. Is that what yeah. I'm hearing? Maybe it might. It might have been. Uh, this headline for this article says DraftKings is offering pre-nomination Academy Awards market. So maybe it was just for what would be nominated, but that doesn't make any sense because that's like that's like a gazillion things. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you could bet anything to be to be nominated, unless they just yeah maybe they're maybe DraftKings just isn't doing it anymore. Um, well, in that case, I could just delete the app. I'm not Damn. talking into the mic. There we go. Um, yeah. So this is episode. What was it? Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Crazy. Um, yeah, we watched uh, you know a few movies lately. Uh, Sean has his X review up. Um, I watched. Uh, Deep Water with uh, Anand Armas and Ben Affleck and Jacob Lordy, as well as he's in, uh, it? He's a, he's in it. Okay, <laughs> he's in it for you know not not entire not, not a the entire time? movie. I'll, I'll say oh, okay. that. Um, Jacob Lordy and um, so that movie, and then I watched uh, Belfast as well, um, as well as. Uh, you know, winning time episode three. Um, if I can give you a quick rundown of what deep water. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause I don't care. I don't know about if, what we want to do for people watching or whatever, but I don't yeah. care about spoilers. Cause I'll probably still check it out. But. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, you know what? I'll, I'm going to spoil the hell out of deep water. Okay. So if you're watching this right now and you don't want to, uh, get spoiled, um, I should we should preface we should preface as well. Uh, he's gonna spoil it. Um, if you do want to see it, uh, I'll let TJ say his thoughts. But the general consensus is that it is not a movie that you should get too personally invested in caring about the spoilers. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think you're gonna be missing much. So. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna spoil this movie. Sorry. Um, Deep Water is just not that good. I'll be honest. Damn. Um, what is it? Just disconnected, or is it something in the characters that just? Well, first of all, I didn't know what the situation was between the two of them. So Anadarmus and Ben Affleck are married. Oh, the characters. The characters. Okay. Sorry, the actor. I was like, but I was just kind of like during the movie, they don't really explain much. So I didn't know what I was like, are they married? Cause you see them, 
you know, going to this party and Anadarmus is making out uh, with somebody else in front of Ben Affleck. And it's like, okay, is this like a swingers thing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are, what is going on here? Or is this like a flashback? Right. Like, yeah. well, I didn't, I didn't think it was that, but it was just very confusing. I was like, is she, you know, what is the deal? But apparently in the description of the movie, it's like they're married, but to avoid a divorce or a messy divorce that I guess neither of them want to go they through, open or they keep it where better anadarmus can just get with anybody she wants and Jeez. they stay married sounds like that could land them in some deep water exactly uh but twist oh. uh ben affleck basically kills all her lovers basically what yes that is whoa yes. I didn't which know. i i looked at danielle like oh my god quarter way into it i go is this are you sure this just isn't the accountant too like yeah because that's he's god. just killing people when is the accountant too yeah um i had no idea except one of them he doesn't one of them the first one you're introduced to he doesn't kill he intimidates by saying he killed the previous one Mm. um and it is just kind of i don't know a lot of it some of it doesn't make sense i don't the ending to me doesn't really make sense um some of it she kind of i feel like she just kind of because she like she he is accused by multiple people of killing people and he is he does there is one clever thing he does in a way as a, a clever alibi i'd say Interesting. um to get out of uh killing actually jacob lordy spoiler he kills him um so when i say he's in it he's he's literally in it for like five minutes like he's not oh, okay. really you know um which was like oh okay that was kind of smart but was he likable in it or did he just, jacob lordy did he just feel like no, I mean he Nate was Jacobs. he was fine. No, he was not Nick Jacobs. Mm-hmm. No, um, but yeah, I, I uh, you know, the, I, I I think one of the main criticisms of this movie that I don't know, maybe it's because I didn't really care was the uh, the writing. I guess was just not you not, know fantastic. Not Who wrote it? Uh, Sam Levinson in part wrote it. Um, the other writer was sorry. Let me look no, this up. Good. I have this pulled up. It was Zach Helm, hmm. screenplay by. And then it was based on a novel by Patricia Highsmith. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, it was, I don't know, it, and it felt really long. That's the other thing. It, I, I was like, we, we were like an hour in. What I is was it, like, like a 2.10 or something? No, I think it's like, I want to say it's like an hour 50. Oh. It, it's not, it, 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 it's really not that long. It is an uh, hour 55. Oh. Um so it's not that bad, but it felt way longer. Um, yeah, that, I think like the big, I think the the main thing for me, the best thing about this movie was the kid. Uh, they have a kid together, very cute kid. Uh, is it anybody that like we know, or is it like a first time? Person? No, I think it was her first time acting. Um, but uh, she she was like put, uh, put her in Stranger Things second movie. She was also in or no, sorry, she was in the new Nanny, which was a short, mm. and then she was in this. Um, she had some good moments with Ben Affleck. I thought, um, just, you know, father daughter relationship. Um, there's this one guy named, uh, Don, I think his character's name is. He just, con- he's like consistently like, An asshole. yeah, Don, uh, played by Tracy Letts. 
Oh, Tracy. Oh, yeah, season. I was like, that guy looks familiar. And I was like, oh, that guy's in a lot of shit. Little Spoiler woman. also for Winning Time Episode 3. He's also in that episode. He's in Winning Time? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. How about um, that episode 2 real quick? How about that wig on Chickless? Right? Who does he play? Celtics. What's his name? The guy who owns the Celtics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something. Yeah. That's the thing. Um. Wow. So they had uh, he he just consistently like is accusing him of murdering people, uh, and he 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 has which I'm still not really sure what Ben Affleck's character does for a living because like there's times where he's saying like oh I because they're at this party and Don is like oh what do you do for a living and he's like and I think Anadarmus is like or maybe he says it. He's like, oh, I made a chip for the military for the drones or something. And then Don is like, well, they use those to kill people. Like, don't you feel, like, guilty about that? Like, you know, what does your conscience think? Joyce, we are talking about deep water. Deep water. Deep water. Um, And uh, he's like, like, well, they could also be used. Those drones can be used to, you know, know, give people food or something like that. Mm -hmm. And Don's like, but that's not what they use them for. And I'm just kind of like, okay, well, is is that what he did? And now he's just wealthy enough; he doesn't have to work. Yeah. Or is it like he does like? Because at first, when he killed the one guy, I was like, oh, is he a hitman or something? Like, is that you know he he seems to have experience killing people. Yeah. Um, but then I feel like that's never really explained what he does, or maybe he just doesn't. Maybe that is true that he made this chip, mm-hmm. and now he just doesn't work. Um, Don is an author; he writes books. At one point, he says uh, he catches Ben Affleck in the act. He says, wow, this is going to be a great book before <laughs> driving off a cliff and dying uh, accidentally because when he, he catches Ben Affleck doing it and Ben Affleck rode to the park on a bike where he buried a body and Don is driving furiously on this off road yeah. and Ben Affleck is riding his bike through the forest to cut him off. And Ben Affleck falls off the bike and his head is about to get run over. And Don swerves, drives through the forest, off a cliff. Car explodes, done, dead. And Ben Affleck's like, oh, per- it's perfect. You know, I can get home. Granted, Anand Armas already knows that he killed uh, her most recent lover. I think his name was Tony. Um, but he's like, oh, the cops come snooping. It's like, I can just say, you know, I walked up on Don with the body Mm -hmm. and he tried to drive away and he died, you know? Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't really think it's worth your time. I think you should still watch it to see what you think. But you know, if you're like, this really just isn't, isn't it? I wouldn't begrudge you if you turn it off like halfway through or anything like that. I can't even believe that. That's yeah. I feel like that was so much to process. I two and a half think... out of five stars, by the way, is what I gave it. But I might have just talked myself down even lower. I don't. Even, I don't know. <clears throat> that's uh, that's incredible. Yeah, it, it's it's it's. I thought it was going to be like good, not not great, not, not great. good. Wow, no. and it had been delayed so long, and like, wow. And this and was probably one of their because this what was this was this their last movie. When they were still together? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be like, oh, you know. But nope. Yikes. That is a yikes from me. Uh, you have anything else you want? 
Uh, no, because I didn't watch any. I haven't really had time. Mm-hmm. I have not watched anything else other than Belfast. And I don't even know. Like, I might have to go back and watch Belfast again because I was exhausted when I was watching it. Not because it was boring, mm-hmm. but I was just really tired. Um, so I might have to go back and what watch it again. It? I gave it four. Which isn't bad. Like, it was a good movie. No, I yeah. just, you know, I just might have to go back. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I uh, had a very busy week at work, uh, so I was hoping to see more in theaters this week. Um, I'm still going to try and catch, you know, a few more, but you know, mm-hmm. next week we have a next week we have another little uh, kind of lull in uh, releases, mm-hmm. so I might be able to catch up on some of the other ones. But I did uh, watch three new movies this week. Um, which is I watched Cheaper by the Dozen, the new Disney Plus one um, with Zach Braff and Gabrielle Union. Um, that was it was something. I gave that uh, three and a half out of five. Oh, sure. It okay. was um, that's better than what I thought. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge I mean, episode three of this very show. Uh, if you guys do recall, um, oh yeah, we, we did reviewed uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, not one. the not the OG OG from like the fifties, but the OG Steve Martin one, the mm-hmm. the OG from our lives. Um, fantastic movie. That's a definite like four or five out of five mm-hmm. for me. Um, <laughs> this one was good. Like it was good. It didn't have like a soul. Mm. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. the first one, I don't know if it's just something about, like, Bonnie Hunt or something, but she was just so, like, I don't know. I felt like, I feel like the that movie is, like, a warm hug, and this one is, like, uh, like oh, what's this crazy family going to do? You know what I mean? I, this felt more on par with Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Mm. Like, I haven't I, seen that one, so yeah, I don't know. But. Like, I mean... And Cheaper Brother Dozen 2 is good. Like, I mean, I gave this one, the new one, three, three and a half out of five stars. But, um, I don't know. It just was really missing something for me. And also, I feel like everything that they kind of did with the, with the blended family aspect was, was definitely great. Um, I went back. I didn't finish it, so I didn't log it. But I went back. I watched, like, maybe 40 minutes of the Steve Martin Cheaper Brother Dozen one. And I was like, yeah, it is... I was like, it does kind of, like, suck that, like, every single person in this movie is white. Mm. <laughs> like, every single person. Yeah. Not just the bakers, but, like, everyone. Um, I don't think there's a single person of color uh, or person that's not white in that movie. Um, but... That being said, I still think story-wise, I mean, it was it was very, very good. Obviously, I'm not going to, you know... There are a lot worse cases of, you know, not having any representation than, like, a family movie like Cheaper Rather Does. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so I'm not going to knock it too hard on that. But that was a strong aspect of the new one uh, for me. But like I said, it just kind of lacked any, like, heart and, and soul. And it, it mm. had heart. It, it, lacked, it lacked something deeper. Like, you know, the first movie when um mark our uh, fedex the uh the redhead kid like the the climax of that movie is that he runs away and uh, spoiler alert for the new one um the the climax of this movie again is that one of the kids um runs away because of a, a misunderstanding and stuff 
And, uh, like, the one in the original just felt like it would be earth-shattering if this kid got lost or if something happened. The one in this one just was, like, first of all, it wasn't even one of the actual kids. It was, um, you know, still related, but it was uh, their cousin who they had taken in. Oh, okay. Um, So it just didn't, like, feel as much like it was an effect on the family. It was more like... Hey, we got to go, you know, find, and they almost immediately knew where he was too. Um, they were like, Hey, we got to go find him and let him know, you know, that, that he's one of the family type of thing. Whereas in the first one, it was like, you know, he got on a train and you know, he went, he left like that was scary. And then when Steve Martin finds him, it's like this like amazing moment where you're like relieved as an audience member and stuff. Um, and I, I just didn't get that moved by by the new one. But mm. I will say, overall, pleasantly surprised that it was not just an absolute like garbage fire. Because that's really what I yeah, thought I'm it was going to be. Yeah, I'm also surprised because I thought that's what it would have been. That's really well. what I thought it was going to be. Um, so I would say, you know, if you have kids or something, or if you just like family movies, or even just like a lighter family comedy, it's on Disney Plus. So, you know, you can go check it out. Um, their dogs names are, uh, Bark, Obama, and, uh, what is it? Some dog pun that's Joe Biden. Joe Barkton or something? Yeah, I think that's what it is. So their dogs are Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So they're liberal. (laughs) Oh, very, very, yeah, there's a lot of, like, anti-capitalism, like, whatever. Uh. Instead of being, like a big like football promotion it's, yeah. he's a um chef uh who gets these basically these like angel investors zach braff is yeah zach okay. braff is um and it's basically like they have this like a- these like angel investors come and they're like you know discover his restaurant and they're like we're we're moving you're you're it like there's something in this food like it's great like which is basically on par with the original one which is like you know Although the original one, I will say, too, had more setup of setting up Richard Jenkins' character that he works at this more prestigious school and, like, you know, has an inn and right, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this one was much more like this, like, opportunity just, like, falls in their lap to get the bigger house and the, you know, different neighborhood and stuff. Um, one thing that was disappointing was in the first movie, uh, um, Steve Martin is wanting to pursue this co- this coaching job um, that that he's able to, and that's where they move to and stuff. But at the same time, Bonnie Hunt's character, the mom, is trying to publish this book, and there's the whole Oprah subplot and stuff that like she's gonna be on Oprah with the mm-hmm. book and stuff. Uh, Gabriel Union was more just like Gabrielle Union. Yeah, Ga- what did I say? He's Gabriel. Oh, Gabrielle uh, Union. She was more just like, you know, oh well, you know, this is the restaurant is our vision mm. and it's like but where's like the setup for that yeah because he had the restaurant and was a chef his whole life they've only been married for like granted they've been married for like 15 years it's not a new blended family mm. it's like they've been married for a very long time yeah um but he's had the restaurant for like over 20 years and so i'm i would have preferred her to have kind of her own thing as opposed to it kind of in the third act just falls into the stereotypical. He's like ranting about being frustrated and he's like, you know, 
they, the investors want to change the name of the business. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's my name. It's my, it's my dream and stuff. And it's, she's like, oh, it's last time I checked. It's it was our, our name yeah. and our dream. And she's like, but I'm just the wife who doesn't have a dream. And like, that was a good moment. But I was like, why don't you? I was like, why is your? I was like, why is your dream just to like manage his restaurant? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, I, I just felt like they could have done a little bit more. Like she was a little sidelined. Yeah, a little yeah. sidelined, I guess. Um, but other than that, you know, it was pretty good. I didn't think I was going to talk like for like yeah. five minutes. About All right, this, but it was pretty good. Um, and then I also watched Windfall, which you could check out the uh, YouTube short review on the channel That's right Netflix, now. Right, that, that was that Netflix. review did pretty well. 100 views, I think. Yep. The YouTube short. Yeah. Um, yeah, so check that out. Uh, the Windfall review right now. That is a very good movie. Um, I gave it that four out of five stars. And then, uh, like TJ said, I checked out um, X and reviewed that on the channel. Uh, that, again, I gave uh, four out of five. How's uh, Kid Cudi in that? He is uh, fantastic. Interesting. Okay. He is very, very good. Everybody Every- is very good. Okay. I'm I'm intrigued, definitely. Um, but yeah, Kid Cudi especially. They go to really like good. this abandoned house to film a porno, right? That's mm-hmm. like the plot, and yeah. then spirals out of control. Something mm-hmm. happens. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Is there what's the jump scare gauge on this movie? Is there a lot? None. Because that's what gets me. I, I'm I'm a sucker for I ugh, can't mm. do them. That's why I don't go see scary movies know, in theaters. Not a lot. Not a lot. Okay. There's something deeper going on in this movie. Okay. Like, I talked about it in the review, but, like, there's this moment where slight... I'm not even going to say it's a spoiler because it's in the trailer. But slight spoilers. If you don't want to know anything about X, it is in the trailer. But So, Brittany Snow from the Pitch Perfect films is in this. She's Mm -hmm. also fantastic. Um, And Kid Cudi is obviously in it. She's a singer. He is a musician. Uh, so there's a scene in the movie where he plays the guitar, um, and she sings. Oh yeah, she uh, like I've heard she like breaks out into. Yeah, sing. she yeah. sings uh, "Landslide," which is right. like a really good okay. song. Um, and I almost like cried. Wow! It was like first of all, it was he was playing the guitar beautifully. She was singing beautifully. Did he hum? Did he hum? Yeah. I did he hum? Maybe. That's Kid Cudi's thing. He's oh, a good hummer. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He oh, was okay. great on the guitar. Oh, I don't okay. know if he was humming, but um, it. And then, oh, man, like the visuals of the movie, like when that song was playing, it like. I was like, man, <laughs> maybe like, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm. I was like, maybe we don't deserve to live on Earth. I was like. I was like, maybe. Jeez. Yeah, I was like, no, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, what? What am I watching? Yeah. I was like, they were showing. So again, if you've seen the trailer, there's an elderly couple that runs the farm that they're on. They were showing like the elderly couple and then the young people, and you know, landslides talking about like you know, age and getting older and the time passing and stuff. And I was just like. I was almost moved to tears. Wow. Like, it was incredible. Like, the motivations I felt for every single character had perfect motivations, had great setup. Even the old couple. Yeah. Especially the old woman who is getting her own movie. Uh, with, yeah, I'll t- we'll talk about that in a second. Um, 
but god and there's a couple and also the way that they use scene transitions and there's and it's got like a grain on it right it's yeah. got like an well, old it 70s it's, whatever. it's very similar to winning time actually right okay it, um there because they're obviously like you said they're there to film a uh adult video yep um and so when they're on the camera, yeah. you see it through the camera. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a lot of moments like that. And then actually the credits are like that too, where they cut into like the four by three and the, the credits are really, really good. Um, but uh, there's like some moments where there's like split screen of like, you know, so I guess, I guess I'll just say real quick. So Mia Goth, the main character, she also plays the old woman. Oh. So the whole movie there's kind of an undercurrent throughout the movie that they're like a mirror image of each other of youth and Elder, a, a, age yeah, yeah or whatever um and so when that song is playing and you see the two of them and they're like getting dressed or undressed or something and you just like see the age and then like the youth and stuff and know that like neither of it is lasting I was like, I was super moved by this movie. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was not expecting to be at all. I thought all the reviews were just like, it's a kick-ass horror movie, like a roller coaster. Like, if you're either on board or you're not, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like moved. I really was. I'm super excited for whatever Ty West, who's the director of this, um, is going to do next. Um, which I, I will say, not really a spoiler for the movie because it's an announcement apart from it. Um the older the old woman her name is pearl and they are doing it's already shot it's already filmed it's already oh. edited <laughs> um actually i will small thing there is an end credit scene which is the trailer for oh. the next movie okay. which is a prequel it's called before x and oh. it again stars mia goth as the younger version of the old woman okay um also a horror movie yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I and I am super excited to see it. Um, I did not ruin anything plot wise or anything like that for what I just said with X. So just take that in. Nothing I said was not in the trailers or an announcement previously made. So if you want to see it, definitely go still see it. Um, I want I want you to see it so I can get your thoughts on it. But I I loved it, honestly. Like. I, I did not think I was going to be like gushing this much about the movie, but I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, but yeah, not like a five out of five, but a very solid, like four out of five. That's and, good to hear though. Yeah. And like in the cinematography and like I say in the review, the scene transitions, these split screens, what, what they do with, with how scenes change from one to the other with the quick cuts and then back again and then to the next scene, it's very interesting stuff. It's very very cool um, mm. stuff that I stuff that I really have not seen before uh, in movies. Which is like, how often can you say that lately? Um, yeah, it, it is fantastic. Really cool. That's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Quick really, question. Really I so I actually before we went live, I said I had a Daredevil question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I currently on the season two episode. I think I'm going to be watching episode six next yeah um so electra has already showed up uh oh, led young yes so one quick question i have and this just has to do with punisher and i i didn't really follow how these pieces were put together on how we figured out that frank castle was punisher i mean we knew that but the characters you mean specifically matt no how um 
the what the hell is her name? <laughs> Karen. Karen. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Karen. So she has like the um, she has like the photo. She has like his file from the hospital, right? And she pulls out the X-ray of the bullet in his head, and yeah. then it seems like they jump to the, oh well, this guy's the Punisher, and I'm kind of like, well, how did we? I'm confused how we got there. I know this. You you really gotta think back. I know. Um. Well, where are you at with like? Who is it? Clancy Brown? I have you met Clancy no. Brown yet? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I might be messing it. That might be in the Punisher. Yeah, show. probably. No, I think it is from Daredevil, but oh. I, I, I don't really know for sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I. It. I didn't. It didn't strike me as an issue then, so maybe it's just something that will be resolved. Maybe in I just the next missed episode. it. Yeah, or maybe something. Well, no, like I've that. watched it since that. I th- I think I've oh, okay. I watched the ep- I watched the episode after because oh, okay. he got arrested, and then at the end of that ep- that episode, Electra is like, "Oh hi," and then the next episode is about Electra and Matt. Mm-hmm. Oh, the kitchen scene. Uh, yes, the, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great episode. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do. I do know there is some Clancy Brown stuff coming up because, okay. like, there's a lot of. Once Frank gets arrested, all the court proceedings and stuff, it goes into what happened to him in the military, and uh, Clancy Brown is... It's either Clancy Brown or it's uh, what's his, or it's Biff from Back to the Future. They look <laughs> they look so similar, um, but oh, I can't remember boy. who. I think it's Clancy Brown. Though. Okay, it, it could be the other one. Um, <clears throat> but they definitely go into it. Like a lot of it is explored, uh, especially once you start seeing uh, his sergeant or whatever his his commanding officer. If oh, you will. okay. Like, yeah, that's yeah. who Clancy Brown plays. I'm I'm gonna stick with Clancy Brown because I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Um, but that uh, unlocks and uncovers a lot more, and I'm pretty sure Karen goes to him to, like, be like, you know, is this the guy? Like, are my suspicions correct? Like, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, so I think right now she's maybe just, like, operating on a hunch. Okay. But also, like, you know, Deborah Ann Wool is great, but, like, Karen yeah. is sometimes not the best written character on yeah, that cause show. Yeah, because then she, like, <laughs> broke into his house and, like, she stole that picture of them. Yeah. And then, but I was kind of like, well, how did she, I don't know. Cause they slit, cause the, the, the assistant DA gave her that file mm-hmm. and she brought it back and saw that, you know, he had the bullet in his head from the x-ray. And I just felt like we kind of jumped maybe on to a hunch, but I thought it was like, oh, this yeah. is the conclusion that he is Punisher. I was like, I don't know how we got here. Yeah. Um, is Punisher a prequel or is it like a kind of no it's a side by side maybe yeah it's like a sequel oh okay sequel okay well i mean it's yeah it's like picks up after oh okay yeah interesting yeah because season if you're just going with daredevil and punisher it's season two Mm -hmm. season one season three season two they did name drop uh jessica jones though Mm -hmm. uh I forget in what context it was, but they said I was like, well, "Oh, I know Je- her." Wasn't Jessica Jones in Daredevil season one? I don't. Maybe. Or did she just start on her own? I don't think so. I can't remember. You got to watch Jessica Jones though, because that's those are the three good ones. Yeah. Luke Cage is is okay. Luke Cage is like okay. Luke Cage is good. Yeah, well. Iron Fist is bad, right? Yeah, Iron Fist and is bad. Defenders, and Defenders is, is bad. bad. But Sigourney Weaver is great 
in Defenders. So, you know, yeah. and Defenders is only like six episodes. But it's, Iron Fist is 26 very bad episodes. <laughs> episodes of television. Um, <laughs> but, that's when Kevin Feige said, okay, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, only redeeming thing of Iron Fist is probably Jessica Henwick, like from the new Matrix movie and stuff. Right. Um, as, uh, Colleen Wang, uh, she, she's fantastic. She's mm-hmm. a great character. Um, but Finn Jones is just, just gone awful as Danny Rand. Um, all right. So you want to hit us up with some, uh, some news yeah. real quick? Yeah. So I have four stories that I just wanted to touch on real quick. Um, Oh, shit. What? I saw the Fantastic Beasts character posters. Oh, yeah, yeah, This is our second set of character posters. Interesting. Trying to see if I can find a... Hold on. I might just have to Google it. Well, the story is that National Treasure 3 is now not happening, apparently. Um, According to Nick Cage, an interview he did in GQ, I believe it was. But I was going to look in the GQ article but it's like a whole interview mm-hmm. so i just kind of want the story not the whole interview um so i'm gonna read it off a different uh i'm gonna read it off a different website uh let's see Uh, sorry, I'm I'm reading this. I no, should I should have been more prepared. No, you're good. Um. All right, so reading this off the playlist.net, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick quote said: Cage continued to dismiss suggestions that National Treasure Three is happening after being told by the interviewer that Bruckheimer told him they were developing something. When I talk about Fairweather Friends in Hollywood, I'm not talking about Jerry. I'm talking about Disney. They're like an ocean liner. Once they go in a certain direction, you've got to get a million tugboats to try to swivel it back around. So basically, now I'm not the biggest National Treasure guy. I've only seen the first one. You are a decent fan of National Treasure. Yeah. Um, you're probably looking forward to the third one. I was, yeah. Um, so basically, it's Disney's fault is what I'm hearing. But what does he mean by that? That's What, what, what I'm is also, their fault? What so it seems do? like maybe like they... Like they had like, an idea, and then they were like, well, we want to do this. But it's like, maybe they don't all agree on that. But they're like, no, we're doing this. Well, because they're, they're uh, either later, yeah, I think later this year, they're, they did a National Treasure TV show set, right, in, yeah, set yeah. in the universe. It's already uh-huh. filmed, in, or I think they're filming right now or something. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe they, Maybe he was like, you know, all right, let's get the third one off the ground. Let's, you know, whatever. And they were like, all right, yep, we will, but, you know, we want to do this first. Yeah. And maybe he was like, well, fuck you. Like, no, I want, like, <laughs> I want to do the third one. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I think that is definitely led, like, if you read, like, once they go in a certain direction, you've got to get a million tugboats to try to swivel it back around. Like, yeah. th- to me, that that's what that means is, like, you know, we're going they in this direction. They want to do this thing. Right. Yeah. And they're like, well. No, we we're gonna do this. Yeah, and and this has been. I don't know if you saw this. Like, did you see that uh, there was Disney employees that did a walkout? I did see that. Did you DM that to me, or did I just see it on? Or I think you retweeted it. I think yeah, I think I retweeted. Um, which again, there's been all this kind of talk about 
the whole Bob JPEG CEO not being a lot of stuff. Yeah, very another big article or, hit this week that was uh, the Battle of the Bobs that uh, they apparently <laughs> they don't speak. They now. don't speak at all now. Yeah, before it was you know they do not see eye to eye and they don't you know now it's JPEG won't even take his calls. Which that is, is like, wild to me. That it's yeah. like. Hey, well, and also, hey, I handpicked you, by the way. So, yeah, no, exactly. You know. And it's also it's also concerning that like he is mass firing people and like combining departments and then yeah. just putting people that he knows will listen to him in charge. Like, so he's literally just like pulling a you know George Lucas, but <laughs> like more because like George Lucas was just like, oh, this is my company. I'm gonna hire who I want. Bob Chapik mm. is firing people already in place and right. replacing them with people that he knows will just like do whatever he says, um, which is a bit concerning. Uh, and there are reports apparently that Disney employees, and this is not even just the the you know don't say gay bill that passed in Florida, which is kind of what launched this whole new wave of outcry from employees and fans and mm. everybody. Um, even before that bill, uh, you know, there are reportedly people, you know, high up at Disney in contact with other studios to basically have a fallout. A, 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 yeah, <laughs> like a, a, a parachute, yeah. basically, um, to wind up somewhere else if things start going south. Uh, and apparently this is from Variety that, you know, unnamed sources, they're not going to obviously name them, but <laughs> um, that there are people at Disney who are constantly reaching out to Bob Iger and wondering if it's time to literally come back. Well, <laughs> maybe not no, come back. There but... are people asking him to come back, but more, re- more realistically, uh, to time to kind of rally the shareholders to yeah. seek new leadership. Yeah. Um, it's the, only been two so, years, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just over two years. It's yeah. been it, like, yeah, it's, um, and I believe the the exact quote from the Variety article was that Bob Chapek uh, has good business sense, but has no emotional intelligence. Yeah, which is not a good thing <laughs> if you're leading the Walt Disney Company, um, which is like you know the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But you know. John Campion has been, you know, he's going, he's like, I've said it from the beginning. He's got to have three years to prove himself. Well, like you just said, we're a little over two years now. He's got less than a year left yeah. if, on on that time clock. Like, yeah. and things are worse than they've ever been. I mean, it's, the stock has gone down 30% like that in, since Bob Iger left. Like that's really mm-hmm. bad. That is very bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, you never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not great. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we, they can, uh, turn the ship around, man. And maybe this is, you know, this could have happened, you know, a year maybe ago, this is the million tugboats. That that, that's what it needs. could be. Um, may, but also again, this could have happened, you know, although when was this announced? This was announced like, was national treasure three, like rumored just like a year or two ago. Yeah. So, well, it was rumored like nine years ago after the second one. Oh, okay. But then it was like went away for a while, but then, yeah, it was like national treasure three with Nick cage mm-hmm. is happening. Uh, like unsure if it'll be a Disney plus original or if it'll be theatrical, but yeah. they were like, yeah, it's happening. And that was sometime during COVID. 
Um, all right. So next, uh, this is from Variety. Uh, sequel to uh, Godzilla vs. Kong will film in Australia later this year. Uh, so Godzilla v. Kong was one of the first... I believe it was one of the first uh, HBO Max. Was it just HBO Dang Max? Because wasn't was theater was theaters. It was in theaters. Yeah. There it was in theater. Oh yeah, because you watched in theaters. Yeah. Um, but it was one of the first movies that was day and date, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think it was. It was like, I think it was this week last year. Oh wow! Okay. I think it came out in like March. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I think we both agree that it was. Yeah. yeah it, it was. It was pretty good. Um. Definitely a, a good fight between the two. Yeah. Um, so what what is your what was your intrigue level for a, a ne- the next one? Well, I think the question is is this a um because they say a sequel to Godzilla versus Kong, but is it Godzilla versus Kong two or is it just another movie in the MonsterVerse? Either Godzilla, Kong, both of them, or or something else. Um. I'm excited. I would be down to see any of those three options. Um, I'd be down for a team up. I would be down for a team up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because I don't think it would make sense for them to immediately fight each other again after kind of what they went through in the last one. Um, who? I don't even remember who won. Who won? Well, they teamed up and they fought. Oh, Godzilla. right. Yeah. Right. Mac but I did uh, forget about that. But that being said. <laughs> Um, definitively, uh, Godzilla won mm. because he remember Godzilla like basically was about to chop like Kong in half, mm. uh, but then stopped. Yes. Yeah. 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 This guy right here. Yes, there he Godzilla. There he is. Um, <clears throat> uh, but no, I, I like you. Like I'd be down for anything. Um, I would definitely be down for a. But I think a team up is a great. team up yeah. would be cool again. I don't know. I'm not the biggest uh, historian on the whole kaiju mon- monster universe, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know like what the next, you know, I Thing my knowledge kind of goes to Mechagodzilla yeah. and and then it ends there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you would say, like like I know like Mothra, like, but it wasn't Mothra, Mothra or in, like Rodan. Wasn't but they've already King done of monsters, those. weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did Mo- Mothra, Rodan, and uh, and um, King King. King Ghidra or Ghidorah, yeah, whatever Ghidorah. you want to yeah, say. Yeah. Um, they did all three of those already. So Charles like, Dance, though. Was that ever resolved? That whole storyline? No. Remember the ga- at the end the of King of the Monsters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game is on. It's still it's still on. We're still waiting. So maybe this is like uh, every country has their own kaiju and yeah. they all just fight or something. But, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I would be I would be fine because that the the Charles Dance post credit was, was directly saying basically he's going to they're going to try and resurrect uh Ghidorah. Ghidorah yeah. Um I'd be fine with that. I mean I know yeah. we just did him two two movies ago, but you bring him back, he's he's mutated or something, you know, it'll just give him something to fight. I mean I br- I mean it's not like we're talking about Shakespeare. It's like the Godzilla <laughs> monster verse. Yeah. So it's like I don't care who he fights, but just <laughs> they've already kind of gone through most of the roster cuz Rod I think Rodan dies cuz I th- did they not all die? I, I think they he did. gets like no, because remember, there's a bunch of them still alive at the end of King of the Monsters because mm. that they all bow. Remember? Oh, oh no, yeah. Rodan is not dead because he's one of the ones that bows. Oh. They all they all bow to oh, Godzilla, bow. and then he goes, <laughs> and then it cuts. he goes nuclear. Yeah, and then it cuts. 
I will say that is still one of the coolest things I've whoa, ever whoa, seen whoa, in him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, yeah. that was cool. When that he was... when he is like glowing red hot yeah. and it, everything's just fire and he's like the living embodiment of like a volcano. Like yeah. it's just like and that yeah like the that was blue though wasn't he or he just shoots no, the blue the like God- regularly. In the end of Godzilla, King of Monsters, remember they hit him with a nuke. Oh right, and right. then he goes red. Oh, like he changes okay. from blue, blue to, to red, red. Yeah, and yeah. then he does like his huge power thing, and uh, like puts it right down. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> throat and yeah. just like eviscerates him. him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, you know I just rem- I just remembered like <laughs> in King of Monsters, like Millie Bobby Brown, uh, her mom Vera Farmiga, like. Doesn't Ghidorah just like straight up like murder her? Mm-hmm. Like she's just like standing by herself in the street, yeah. and he just like <laughs> just like kills her right in front of him. But yeah, I mean, I'd love like Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, Brian Tyree Henry, you know, whoever of the people you want to bring back, go for it. I off the top of my head, I honestly I can't remember who's still alive. I think Kyle Chandler mm-hmm. and Millie Bobby Brown. I think all of them made it out. Um Julian Dennison too from from Deadpool. He was good in Godzilla versus Kong. I thought that him and Millie Bobby Brown's chemistry was really good. So maybe just continue with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm down for what, whatever whatever type of movie or whatever you know. If it's a Monarch origin thing. Oh wait, well we are getting the Monarch series on HBO Max. Remember? So maybe that's what's filming. I wonder if people have have uh, thought about that. Hmm. Remember? Because they said we're going to get a Godzilla series. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember, they said we're going to get a Godzilla Monarch series, but it's not HBO. It's Apple. Wow. Remember that news like four no, months ago? I don't. And people <laughs> were like, and they said it's set in the MonsterVerse. And they're it's like, why? yeah, why is it going to Apple? I don't know. It's That's like weird. the same thing with Ted Lasso. Like, yeah. Ted Lasso is produced by NBC. Uh, it's produced by NBC and by Warner Brothers, but, but it's, it's on Apple. Show, yeah. What? Like, I don't know. I don't know how some of that. What is Sway going to miss for Peacock, man? I know. Ima- Ever- oh, imagine. You had that character. Like, you had him in the it commercials and everything. Like, it was, it's NBC's character. Yeah. Like, imagine, imagine the world if Ted Lasso is on Peacock. Yeah. I mean, that's Think of how many Emmys Peacock could say they have. Yeah. Think about just the traffic, just the people that watch it. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um. All right. Next. Uh, story and this does something for me i don't know if it does anything for you because i don't know if you've ever watched the show uh true detective season four in the works at hbo uh with barry jenkins uh so this says uh sources tell the hollywood reporter that the premium cable network has recruited isa lopez uh tiger uh wrote tigers are not afraid and secondary effects which i have not seen either uh to pen a script for the new cycle that has been dubbed true detective night country Additionally, Barry Jenkins is attached to his executive produce the anthology. Should season four move forward, it's currently in development. Uh, Lopez would direct the pilot in addition to serving as an exec producer. Uh, for me, um, season one with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey is probably some of the best television I've ever seen. Uh, if you have not watched it, I, have not. I highly recommend you watch it. Um, I started season two, and I know people are down on season two with Colin Farrell. Uh, Rachel McAdams and Vince Vaughn. Um, I started it and I just never went back. 
Uh, is I that sh- the one that Taylor Kitsch is in? Probably, because I know uh, season three is like Mahershala Ali, which yeah. I have not watched either, which I should probably check that one out. Um, but I loved season one. Um, I used to, I think I watched it. I want to say it was right before the pandemic. Cause I remember coming home from like school. Was it I, 10 episodes? Yeah, I think so. Um, when I come home from school, you know, around noon or one and I, I binge it in like two days. Yeah. Um, and it was just, Oh my God, it was such a good show. Um, so this I I would be very excited for because I think there people have also been clamoring a lot for another one another season and I know kind of the creator originally was kind of like eh, you know like maybe uh, but it was never anything like kind of you know confirmed or <laughs> yeah. committed to um, but I'd be very excited if they were to do a season four mm-hmm. do you have any do you have any interest no I mean I think I mean it definitely sounds like it's it was a really good show. Season one was, you know, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Season two, still good, but not as great. And then a lot, of, I know a lot of people liked season three with Mahershala Ali. So, um, you know, if it's, I think for me, it'll come down to like the casting too. If it, if they cast, you know, either one or two, you know, great leads again, like they have, regardless of the story, I think all of those, you know, actors, I mean, Vince Vaughn, uh, you know, Rachel McAdams, Colin mm-hmm. Farrell, um McConaughey Harrelson like all of them are so good um so really I think it'll just come down to that like I mean if they I like I don't know I'm just like if they say that like season four of True Detective with Brian Cranston and Jesse Eisenberg I'll be like okay (laughs) I'll be like I'll watch that like you know I don't know I'm just throwing people up but like I think that's kind of just what I feel like just because I haven't seen it I want to see it but it's like I'm if the casting comes out and it's like some golden casting that'll be the thing that will get me to binge watch the first three and then get hyped up and ready for the fourth one basically yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you seriously though right now just watch like you just watch season one because mm-hmm. the chemistry between them is is very good Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson but like the story is good, like it's just got this gritty, dark feel. Um, like it's so good, so good. So I highly suggest you watch the first. Who's the like creative behind it? Like, um, like who did season one? Is it like? Let me look it up. He well, he was the creative behind all the seasons, if I recall. Who Barry Jenkins? No, or... the the original. Oh, like, I got gotcha. uh, uh, Nick Pizzolato. So he wrote. Oh, okay. It says written by, created by, 48 episodes. Um, Taylor Kish, I believe, is season two from what I can tell on here. Gotcha. Um, last last news story I got. Um, this is a very uh, – I'd say this is kind of a surprise. Uh, Christopher Lloyd joining the cast of Mandalorian season three. <laughs> um, so character uh, – this is from Hollywood Reporter – uh character details for his role are being kept locked in the trunk of a delorean but it has been described as guest starring in nature lucasfilm would could not be reached for comment does a delorean have a trunk uh i don't think it does not theirs at least yeah no in the movie it definitely doesn't have one (laughs) um Um, but yeah what are your what are your thoughts like again it said guest starring in nature i don't really know yeah, I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be like uh, something on the level of um, 
it's going to be somebody again that probably has one or two episodes mm-hmm. and then comes back for the finale. That's kind of that's kind yeah. of the Mandalorian. Um, well, I guess with Boba Fett now, that's kind of the Star Wars show motif now is like you know probably be in like you know get a tease for him in one episode then he'll have a huge presence in one episode and then he'll come back to join in the fight in the finale yeah um fine by me i think that's awesome uh the only thing that i would say is i hope that it's him and not just like his voice like i hope oh like like a a droid or something yeah like kind of like taika yeah which taika is rumored apparently to to return as well um as IG, as IG. Uh, 11, yeah, which I think would be really good. Makes sense that he had to skip out on season two because, you know, he was busy with Thor. Uh, that kind of took up, like, mm-hmm. two and a half years of his life. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's awesome. Like I said, I would just I just hope that he gets to play himself, uh, you know, the, you know, as Christopher Lloyd, not like a droid or a creature, or, you know, just a voice or something. Um but I think that he would fit the universe like perfectly, uh, and I, I only say that too, really, because in Nobody, he was fantastic in Nobody. Uh, like he, he, how old is he? Like oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. He's he like seventy eight, probably something, something like, that, like that. Yeah, yeah if not a little bit older, even it'll probably be like an Amy Sedaris role where it's like one or two episodes. See that even that? Oh yeah, like yeah, like yeah. in terms of screen time for sure. But even that, like. I think it'd be great if he is like a you know if he's like a comedic presence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with that. Um, but I actually, because of nobody, I would love it if he was just like this like stone cold badass, <laughs> yeah. like that because he that's what he was in nobody, yeah. and he was perfect. He was so good in that. He's just like you know with a shotgun, and he's mm-hmm. just like oh, oh this is like <laughs> he's like living it up. Um, I I really loved that. Uh, so yeah. Whatever he is, make him be like an old grizzled bounty hunter or something. You know, I think that would be fantastic. Um, the Star Wars comics just introduced Han's dad. Maybe oh. he could, maybe he could be Han's dad. I don't know. He kind of looks like the guy from the comics. He's got white hair. Put a beard on him. There you go. We'll see. Han's dead. Um, but yeah, either way, I mean that's awesome. Honestly, even if it is a voice, I mean it, it'll still be cool. But it's just like you know, if you're gonna say like oh christopher lloyd is in the and then it's just like a voice for an episode i'd be a little disappointed right um but yeah i'm super down for it and who knows maybe it'll be one of those things where you know he could be like a carl weathers type where you know he comes back every season and does you know different stuff or um i think that'd be great yeah i completely agree with you um or what if he's a member what if he's the member of death watch that took Din in as a child. Oh, right. That'd be kind of cool. That would be awesome. If because I mean we can only like assume Din's they're going to Mandalore. Figure. Exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. Like it because the basically what I'm saying the guy in season one when you see the Death Watch person like pick up Din from the little like you know storm shelter or whatever. Uh, maybe that maybe that's Christopher Lloyd's character now like you know thirty some years mm-hmm. later. Um, that'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. really cool if he was like Din's father figure. That might be wishful thinking, but I mean that would be awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. So that does it for the uh, stories for this week. Um, do we want to move on to the main topic? I guess. Yeah, I mean it's it's nine right now. Do you want to talk a little uh, 
Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, we can talk about Hogwarts <clears throat> Legacy real quick. Uh, so the state of play for Hogwarts Legacy was when was that? Last week? Yeah, last last Friday, Thursday, last Thursday, Thursday, something like that. Um, which is a game being developed by Warner Brothers Games and by Portkey Games, which is a subsidiary, I believe, of Warner Brothers Games. Um, and it seems to be a first, uh, a single player kind of action adventure game throughout the Harry Potter universe, uh, years or even decades before Harry Potter ever shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you said like 1880s. It's either the 1880s or the 1890s. Mm. Um, cause it says it's the, it says it is the very late 1800s near the turn of the century. Yeah. So I would assume that's probably the 1890s, but it could be like the 1880s, something like that. Um, and then one of the things that in the state of play that is on the channel right now, my re- my reaction, I react to the entire like 15 minute um, gameplay uh, footage. Um, one of the things they do say is like, well, the locations will all be familiar. The characters won't be because it's set so far. But they said that doesn't mean that you won't see certain people or certain names that you are familiar with. And if it is the 1890s, then at that time, Albus and Aberforth Dumbledore were both at Hogwarts as students. Mm-hmm. So that's it's very possible that they could be in it as students, or right. at least maybe a reference to them or something. Um, but the game is, by all accounts, massive. Like I mean, I think it looks. I think it looks very, very good. Um, really, the main thing that struck me was just how big. Yeah. It is. I mean, it they is, showed a lot of different landscapes. I thought. Yeah, they and it, and it's open areas. world. Yeah. Like that's. Cr- I'm sure it'll be something that like you walk up to like a train station to go yeah. to Hogsmeade or something. I'm interested but. to see how this kind of because they show you like learning and going to class and stuff, yeah. and then you know it's like oh then you can you know explore the grounds, explore all the areas and stuff like that. So you can build like a custom map inside the w- room of requirement. Yeah, I was. You could, like, I build your own. That house. was like a whole. I'm, that was a whole section. Yeah. Of the of the the thing was the was state the of play was the room yeah. of requirement where I was like, oh, okay, so this seems like a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um. So I'm assuming like the classes are kind of you know main line quests that just kind of go with the story. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, um, I told you earlier like I th- I was under the impression this was like a multiplayer game, whereas like you were kind of running around with friends and you know they were gonna maybe have raids at some point this this was never like a thing i was just that's what i was i thought i was getting Mm -hmm. um but i'm still interested in like a single player game um like you said that the world seems to be massive um the thing that you know i wish they showed in the state of play is i didn't see what the universe user interface looked like i didn't see what the hud really looked like you know, how are we... Because they show you doing all these spells, like, during battle and stuff like that. How am I How am I casting them? Am I, you know, is it doing the whole, like, kind of... You press the button and it slows down the world around you and you pick a spell and you do it that way? Yeah. Are they button-mapped certain buttons? Mm-hmm. Is it a button combination? Like, like you said earlier, is it, like, triple circle is, like, I don't know... Uh, Accio. Accio or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just very interested to see how that works. <laughs> Um, and just kind of like, you know, all the quests and stuff. Cause they talk about these other kind of main characters as well. Like they're different storylines. So I'm either going to assume they're going to be, you know, main quests or, um, 
you know, side quests. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, when they were like, oh yeah. And these like evil trolls that you have to stop. I was kind of like, eh, you know, give me, you know, add some, add, give me something like, give me just like a, I'm, I'm a sucker for a good dark wizard. Give yeah. me like a, you know, a, maybe not a Voldemort Grindelwald type, but something, you know, maybe bigger than, oh, these dark elves. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's me. Ranrock, the, the goblin king. Yeah, I don't know. I don't um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I think it looks. I think it looks really good. I think, like you said, I really. It's like, well, the only thing that's missing is like a multiplayer element. But then people say, you know, but then you look at like the first Battlefront, and people are like, well, it's missing a single player campaign. <laughs> yeah, it's like, very well, you true. Can, it's like, well, you <laughs> can't. You know, it's it's hard to please everybody. Yeah. Um. But some would argue uh, Battlefront didn't need a single player because Battlefront 2 single player was not all that good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think overall, like I like we kind of talked about before the show started, like um, I think with this whole new division with the port key games thing, you know, they we looked up, they had done some uh, mobile games, some mobile Harry Potter games. Um before and then this is kind of their first step into like triple a like console titles and stuff um and if it is as good as you know this one looks hopefully it, it'll just be you know like a stepping stone to more games and have the potential to you know get a fully online game or something that's more raid focused team focused that thing or maybe get another game that's got you know kind of like a battlefront 2 where there's online elements there's uh single player elements that kind of thing um i think either way that'd be that'd be great but yeah i think overall visually it looks fantastic Mm -hmm. um which is you know incredible because the the better it looks the more you know it'll feel like you're really in the universe which is what this game is kind of going for but yeah I was just gonna say I hope there's there's uh, cross play, but if it's a single player game, yeah. it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then the other quick piece of uh, this is one other you know side story. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. The game has been delayed to spring 2023. Here, which sucks. you want to give your thoughts on that? I'm just gonna run the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, I feel like this game has just been in production or development for a long ass time i think it was and i think it was it announced i think like the dc fandom in 2020 when we first got that like the batman teaser i want to say it was um and so now it's been delayed to spring 2023 um and you know like i think it's uh rocksteady's working on this game so you know that's a developer that I feel like a lot of a lot of people trust. Um, you know all of the Arkham games that they've developed have been fantastic games. Um, and this game, you know, it seems kind of more like it's focused on uh, the multiplayer aspect um, rather than a single player campaign, which is very intriguing. Um, so yeah, I'm. I don't know. It's kind of upsetting because it's like I didn't. We didn't expect it to get pushed. You know that far. Um, but you know, I'm I'm sure that the team over there is still working very hard on it. That it's going to be a great game. Um, and then obviously we have Gotham Knights coming out, you know, in October, which I could have sworn it was coming out in like summer. I thought it was coming out sooner than that. Um, so that will kind of be the you know something to tide people over while they keep working on the game. 
Um, yeah, Sefton, Sefton Hill put out this uh, statement uh, today, uh, and he said, uh, we've made the difficult decision to delay Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League to spring 2023. I know a delay is frustrating, but that time is going into making the best game we can. I look forward to bringing the chaos to Metropolis together. Thanks for your patience. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just tough. Uh, at least I think on the bright side, though, we haven't heard of any, any like, because I feel like lately we've had a lot of stories about like, you know, crunch at you know different game studios, uh, a terrible culture, whether it be at you know, uh, a developer like Blizzard, Blizzard Activision, which had just terrible you know accounts of like misconduct and terrible workplace environment for for everybody. Um, which I don't think, again, I don't think there's any, been anything like that reported about Rocksteady, which is good. Um, so maybe it's just really not that ready and it's better, you know, it's better to delay a game than to, you know, have crunch and make people work, you know, 15, 20 hour days or whatever to get a game done and get it, uh, you know, shipped on time. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, definitely something that me and Sean will probably stream when it comes out. Um, which I am trying to stream, by the way. Uh, I know I said it last week. I just have not had time trying to stream. Uh, what's it called? Tunic, uh, which is out on Game Pass right now. I definitely suggest people check it out because um, apparently it's very, you know, it looks a lot like, uh, what's it called? It looks a lot like Death's Door, which I am very excited about. It's very Zelda-like, I've heard. Um, but it looks a lot like Death's Door with, you know, first the first comparison being, I guess, just like the animal main player or main character, um, which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, I am I am excited for Suicide Squad, but, you know, take your time, I guess. I was just talking about how, like, it's better to have delay a game than have people crunch and work 15, 20-hour days to get a game to ship on time. Um, yeah. And I, I was just talking about, like, especially, like, with and this, I haven't heard anything about Rocksteady, but like we've heard, uh, you know, with these bad cultures lately in developers like Activision having that terrible workplace uh, culture and the misconduct going on there. Um, so it's just better to do it this way. I'll do <laughs> a quick. Um, oh, let's see. Michelle in chat says, I "Feel like the gaming industry needs to tighten up giving out release dates. They never seem to be on time." Yeah, I think another one that we could touch on briefly here is um, Star Wars Eclipse. Did you see? That was no, like I didn't a see. week ago or something. Came out and... We said, don't know anything about that game either. They just yeah. gave us that little cinematic art thing and that yeah. was about it. <laughs> um, but they came out and they were like, oh, Star Wars Eclipse reportedly delayed. Won't come out until... 2026 or 2027 oh yeah or yeah was that disney plus day or was that like an e3 thing that was like an e3 thing okay yeah i think or maybe it just dropped randomly because it was it i thought it was this year but that they announced it oh the trailer was like 2022 i I feel like it was 2021 but they said it was they said 2026 or 2027 yeah, so then Jeez. everybody was like, whoa, Star Wars Eclipse, you know, delayed or whatever. And then their their, their answer, answer to yeah. that was, hang on, 
They're fine. <laughs> December 9th, 2021. Okay. Um, their answer to that was, you can't delay a game that doesn't have a release date. That's what the company came out and said. Uh, who is, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Who did, like, uh, Detroit Becoming Human and stuff? Oh. That's that's who's doing it. I didn't play Danielle really liked that game. I don't yeah. remember who. Crap, I can't remember the freaking oh, name God. of it. Um, it's a, I got the trailer right here. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um. Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream, yep. <laughs> so, then there was, like, a whole bunch of issues because basically what it was, like, people in the know about the gaming industry and the entertainment industry in general and stuff, what the trailer really was mm-hmm. is a job posting. Oh. <laughs> because that's, that's what people said was really what that trailer is if fans want to know what that was it's hey we want to make not we've made hey we want to make this really cool star wars game you know isn't doesn't this game look so good you know come join the team basically this must have been at a state of play too because they're owned by sony now okay it probably was yeah um because i feel like i remember you messaging me and no, be like yeah. a star wars game like the, i think or, they like, also the announced movie. the kotor remake as well yeah it was that it, yep yeah. that's exactly what it was i don't remember what it was but yeah i think it was the state of play because it was the was it the one that they it no. might have been wolverine as well i was Spider-Man just gonna too, say yeah. i think it was that one where they announced that um but yeah so basically what they were saying was like technically it isn't delayed till that long it probably will take that long because what they're saying is the trailer basically acts as a job posting Mm -hmm. and word on the street is nobody's applying (laughs) (laughs) word. That's what, that's what people are saying is that um, people are saying that they were expecting at this point to have at least 200 people on the team. And they said that they have about 70 people currently working on eclipse, uh, which is insane. So this, sorry, real quick. This says, uh, an email to Games Radar, uh, Quantic Dream said, Star Wars Eclipse has not been delayed because Quantic Dream never announced or promised a launch window yes. for the title. Uh, the spokesperson said, recruiting remains active as it works on Star Wars Eclipse, third-party publishing, and an, and unannounced projects. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's... Wow. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Basically saying, well, we didn't promise anything. Uh, that You're getting into, like... But we're taking applications. I mean, that's five years from now. Like, who knows where it will be? Yeah. But, like, I feel like we're getting into – because I'm not exactly sure what the life cycle of a console life is, but I feel like you're kind of getting to next oh, yeah. generation if you're, console if you're at going, that point. Either way, <laughs> if you're looking at a 2027, 2028 release window – I could be very off on that because I don't know. No, I think you're I think you're spot on. I think if you're looking at, like, let's say 2028, let's say it takes six years with yeah. whatever delays or whatever. If you're looking at releasing a game in 2028 – it's going to be one of the last games that's purely on PS5. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it probably games in 2029 will probably be PS5 and whatever the next thing is. You know what I mean? PS6. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you know, whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, I don't really know what, what you do in that situation, but I mean, that's a terrible situation. Um, I mean, I get there's them saying that, but, like, what did you expect people – I mean, you showed it at the at the state of play. Yeah. Which I feel like is usually for games that are 
you know, coming in the next two or three years, mm-hmm. not things that are, you know, it's an advertisement and it's coming out in, you know, six, seven years or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like, although granted, like there was this one game called, uh, well, okay. For the first, the first game came out, uh, beyond good and evil one, I think came out in like two, like early two thousands, I want to say. And then they announced beyond good and evil two. I want to say it was like three, four years ago. Eighty three. Mm-hmm. It was like a trailer, and then there's been nothing yeah. since then. So it's like, what, what happened? Like, is it still in product? Is it still in development? Did you stop? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um. And real quick, other Star Wars news: Fallen Order two trailer possibly coming. Star Star Wars celebration. Yeah. What's the date for that? Is it May fourth? <laughs> um. I think it's May. 20th may 20th maybe because mm. it's the first oh no it must be later than that because the first episode of kenobi will be out so maybe it's june it might be like june 1st or something oh uh may 26th to oh, may 29th okay yeah so it's it literally is the day after yes kenobi comes out right um damn that's gonna be one hell of a weekend uh yeah but yeah that'll be cool oh god that's like only what is that three two months away right yeah yeah that means kenobi's only two months jeez Woo! um so crazy that uh next fantastic beast is only next month <laughs> yeah um yeah so i think a lot needs to be done in the video game industry and how video games are made and the expectations of video games. Um, I think people are just going to have to realize. They're okay out there. I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was a garbage tote or a car crash. Um, I think people are just going to need to realize you either need to a really like go back to basics what video game companies used to do and they still do somewhat but you need to go into high schools and be like hey we will like give you dozens of scholarships put kids through school we'll take them when they're ready like you know what i mean like because they're just are plain and simple they're just are not enough people to make these games they they put these huge expectations these groundbreaking visuals we're gonna have oh my god we're gonna push it so far we're gonna do all this stuff and then they give themselves three years to do it and it's like you can't do you can't make a game like that Mm. that fast you know some places can but also some play like look at something like uh star wars squadrons right you know they went with uh what do you call that a double a title instead of a triple a uh yeah i don't even remember who it's like a 40 dollar one uh, it right, was, yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. EA. It was EA. It was right, EA, yeah. yeah. But um, but it's like a forty dollar game as opposed to a sixty. Like it's a lighter game, but visually it is stunning. And what did they do? They made, they worked on all the level design, everything like that, and then they used a shit ton of assets and stuff that they already had from Battlefront. They paced themselves properly, and that game was never delayed, and it mm. released on time. People love it. It doesn't. It doesn't have as huge a. It was, I don't um, know how successful it was. Yeah, but. it doesn't have as huge a base as they thought it was going to be. But I know the people that like you know some of the Star Wars YouTube channels I follow that um, do stream it. They love it, and you know I have it. I don't play it very often, but I have it on my PS5, 
and it is a really, really fun, enjoyable game, and it's like, you know, nobody died over making Star Wars Squadrons, like, mm. but it's like, they're putting so much pressure on all these places, and then putting pressure on themselves and just making fans angry, which, you know, I don't think anger is the best answer, but at the same time, you have to understand that when you go two years back and say, you know, drop this incredible trailer that ends with Superman being evil about to kill, you know, Harley Quinn, you're like, and then it's like, you know, 2021 Suicide Squad kill, and you're like, oh my God, and now we're 2023, like, you know, <laughs> or a perfect example is Lego Star Wars, like that, yeah. that obviously um, is a massive game. You know, that that is a massive game. It needed it needs a lot of work. The whole thing is basically built from scratch from the ground up. They basically threw out all the previous Lego games and were like, We're gonna make this as great as we possibly can. I beg you to in add an update add online multiplayer, please. Is there a local multiplayer or it just Oh, there'll be local There's gotta be, yeah, right? There okay. has to be, yeah, because it's yeah, two yeah. player. I mean, you gotta have that with Lego games. Um if there isn't, I don't I was know like, what the hell you doing. imagine. I don't know what they're doing. You turn it on, you go, not even local. <laughs> yeah, not even local. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be insane. Um, but uh, you know, that was a game that had six release, six seven release dates, mm. uh, and now we're finally getting it. You know, what is it next week? It's in April. April, I think it's April. Is it 5th. beginning of April? I think it's April. Ah, oh, come on! I got too many things. <laughs> I think it's April 5th. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's a game that took a very long time and upset a lot Shit, of people. Shit, it is April 5th. Yeah. Okay. And, it, it, you know, it upset a lot of people Yeah. when, you know, all the delays happen. And it's like, well, think about what would have happened if you announced it a year later than you did and right off the bat said spring 2023. And you're like, you got four years to wait for it, but it's coming. And then you stick, and obviously COVID affected a lot of things. So that's, you know, in a perfect world, I'm saying, um, you know, you're not going to know, you're not going to be able to foresee everything. But, you know, let's just say that it was at least close to the final release date. You know, people would be a lot more receptive of it. Whereas now, you know, people are still hyped for it. But if it had stuck on that original release date, those sales would be through the roof there's already reports that the pre-sale is not where they wanted it to be mm -hmm. even with things like you know the classic figures the the obi-wan kenobi and stuff like that that you can only get on a pre-order even with that stuff uh it still is not performing the way that they wanted it to and i think a lot of that is due to well people were like uh, it's never gonna happen and and went on to other things we, they they spent their money elsewhere they did whatever you know they're just not looking forward to it as much whatever it might be um, but I feel like a lot of game studios, you know, they kind of need to look at themselves and how they kind of structure things and figure something out. I don't know. I don't have the answer, but no, yeah, they, it's gotta be a bet. There's gotta be a better answer out there than what they're doing now. All I know is better have the same, uh, Yoda death yell from the previous Lego games. Do you think, um, we'll get Tarful as a playable character? I think we were. Uh, did we in previous games? I don't remember. Last I one I played remember. was Complete Saga, so I don't. I, don't I think remember. they probably called him Wookie Warrior. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're boasting about 500 named characters. Wow. So that's a lot. 
I mean, Tarful plays a pretty big yes. role. In that game escape. will definitely be streamed. I can tell you that right now. Uh, that game I'm streaming, yeah. undoubtedly. Um, I just hope, you know, I just, I hope, I hope maybe in two months from now, you say, Hey, here's an update online multiplayer. Boom. Yeah. Maybe you already put the infrastructure in place that you just need to, you know, click the button and it's online. Um, I think that is very unlikely. unlikely. Same. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. All right. All right, let's uh, let's move on. We're gonna so we're just gonna be talking because we already went through. You can go back uh, six weeks ago. I can't even, I can't even believe that it's already been six wow. weeks since since we did the um, the nominations episode. Um, but if you want to hear our thoughts on all the nominees, you can go back to that show where we spent basically the entire episode just going through all of them. Um, because there is so many but uh in this one we're just going to go with some of the top ones so we're going to go over all four acting categories um best director best picture of course um and i don't know maybe like screenplay or something yeah probably uh, probably that so you know we'll, we'll probably do about like you know eight or nine categories here um and uh are you doing a ballot uh well yeah probably well yeah, I mean, we can do it. We could just tweet it or, po- you know, we don't have well, to. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably do that. Yeah. Post our ballots. Well, yeah, because if you're, if you're uh, I don't know if you want to talk to Danielle, but about what we talked about earlier, I'm going to have them. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can, so we could always do it then and then okay. just tweet out the pictures of it. Um, But, yeah, we'll, we'll tweet. If you want to know, like, our full predictions we'll tweet out um our ballots uh before the actual show mm-hmm. um which if you don't know is uh this sunday at uh, 8 p.m on abc danielle said like the new layout yeah awesome uh just a little you know cleaner i don't know um I'm all right so with what do we want to do first what category um yeah, do you want to just start with best picture? Sure. So, best picture, we have Now, uh we should say we've done a lot of work from our top 10 list of 2021 when we were like we haven't touched any of the, you know, contenders that are probably yeah. going to be best picture. And then even in the nominations at that point, we had seen barely any of the best picture nominations. We've done a lot of watching since then. Right now, we both haven't seen Drive My Car. I haven't seen King Richard and TJ. I haven't seen Licorice Pizza. Yeah, and TJ has not seen Licorice Pizza. Um, so you can fill me in on whatever you think King Richard might, and I'll you know give my thoughts on Licorice Pizza. Yeah. Because um, I think Licorice Pizza is going to come up uh, for two of the categories we'll talk about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I will say for – do you have the – I do have the nominees yeah, up, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, Best Picture nominees. Uh, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Michelle says, do best score. Why should we? The ceremony isn't. Fair. Wow. Dune's going to win it, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Joke. We could yeah we could do best score yeah. too, but but I do agree. I think it will be Dune. Yeah. Um. So for best picture, I'll go. Uh, when we did the nominations, uh, I was very assuming 
strong uh, Belfast vibes because that was kind of where where the discussion was at. Um, now, honestly, I feel like Belfast has really kind of dropped off conversations entirely for mm. for Best Picture, which is very surprising. Um, I genuinely think it might be uh, Coda. I think really, yeah, because I feel like a okay. lot of the support is, has gone behind that. Um, I would say I would want it to either be Coda or Belfast. I loved both of those movies; they were, they were fantastic. Um, very different films, but uh, you know, very very well made and everything. Um, I would want it to be Belfast or Coda. I think it might be Coda. I also think there's a chance that. Um, a lot of people are, for some reason, skewing Power of the Dog with a lot of things. That's There's a I lot of say. discussions yeah. of about people saying, you know, that maybe... Not Sam Elliott. Yeah. Not a fan yeah. of Power of the Dog. Yeah, and then Jane Champion was like, had this great comeback for him, but then she... Like, she made she some like, remark about she like canceled the William's her, sister. She, yeah, something. she literally like ended sam elliott's whole career and yeah. then five minutes later canceled herself she didn't make a um, she did apologize credit her she did apologize yeah um and i get it i mean it wasn't mean-spirited like yeah. i get what she was trying to say but it's like let's not compare hardships on a national scale yeah. <laughs> like or on national television um but uh i think i think it, i think power of the dog like has a good chance i think that that's right now seems to be uh where the conversation is heading but you have to keep in mind too that voting closed already last week so it's you know i don't know it it could go kind of either way at this point that what what the general conversation might be about what people are thinking might win might not have an effect because a lot of people are have already had their voting done for weeks at this point mm-hmm. um but that being said, there is a huge amount of people saying that, you know, they're they're all hearing Power of the Dog is uh, kind of the shoe-in now for, for getting Best Picture. But Interesting. what do you think? Um, yeah, I am – I'm in the Power of the Dog ca- – we, we're making picks on what we think is going to win, correct? Yeah. So my I, I actually have two separate picks, um, but I would lean more towards uh, Power of the Dog to win. Um, I could also see King Richard winning. I'll be honest. Carrie really? was a very, very good movie with an excellent, uh, well, I mean, excellent performances all around, um, but a very excellent performance by Will Smith. Um, at the same time, also very good performances in, you know, uh, in Power of the Dog. Um, Coda, Belfast. Coda, Be- really- yeah. Belfast. I, Belfast, I really do got to, because, again, I was like, mm-hmm. Did, did I say? Did I don't think I said it, it on here. Yeah, I rented. Oh, okay. Do you still have it, or do you have no, to rent it? No, I would have to rent oh, it okay. again. Um, but I don't think I said it on here. I think I just said it before. We you went said live. it to me. Yeah. Uh, I was very tired. Like I was like literally falling asleep, not because it was boring or anything. Just like I was just really tired. I had a mm-hmm. long night uh, the, the night before. Um, so I'll have to go back and watch that one. Um, again, drive my car. I'm very intrigued by. Uh, licorice pizza i just don't think i know i'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. um between now and sunday again i know people are kind of you know it's very divisive um you probably do you think it's best do you think maybe you should it even be nominated licorice pizza yeah no no okay i mean I'm to me like surprised that it's to me nominated. not even not seeing licorice pizza i would take that out and then i would take nightmare alley out as well 
forgot about Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really don't think at this point. I really don't think Nightmare Alley has a has mm-hmm. a chance. Um. I think there's also a possibility. I think. I think maybe. I think West Side Story might slip in. I think it's a possibility West Side Story could slip in there. West Side Story was very good. Um, well, Rachel the, Acad- Zegler, the Academy doesn't even know who's in it. Well, she's there now. She's going to be a presenter, apparently. Yeah. She was invited to be a presenter, which so I don't know. Stupid. Do you get a seat or do you just stand backstage? No, like, you how get does it. that work? No, yeah, she got okay. her seat. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it is preposterous that she wasn't even invited in the first place. Yeah. Uh, I would go as far as to say downright uh, disgusting that she wasn't. But yeah. what can you do? I mean, that's that's honestly ridiculous. Like, but yeah. I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my wagon, I think, uh, to Power of the Dog. Okay. Uh, but I would not be shocked if King Richard won. Yeah, if we're going um, just straight out prediction, who mm. is going to win? I will put my weight behind Power of the Dog. I think that's who. I think that's who will win. Um, I don't personally agree with it. I don't think it was the best picture of the year. I thought it was really good. Um, with some really strong performances, um, I think there may be some wins from it, you know, or there may be some deserving Oscars in other categories for mm. Power of the Dog. I just don't think Best Picture is, but I will agree with you, and uh, it seems like the chat as well. I do think I think it'll walk away with Best Picture mm. um, at the end of the day, which is like, oh, well, you know, okay. There's a long history of, of you know, things winning Best Picture that mm. were not the Best Picture of the year, so... You know, you live with it. Yeah. Uh, so next, uh, which one do we want to do? Uh, um, you want to move to, um, well, you want to just read off best score. Yeah. Best score. Score. Which again, I will say, I think it's a crime that Spider-Man no way home was not nominated for best score mm-hmm. because I think that Michael Giacchino, I think that maybe was his best, best work in his career uh at that time until uh three months later mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> with, the, with the batman yeah. because and i will say this if if the batman score is not nominated next year what do you what are we even doing here what's mm-hmm. the point of the category that that score is yeah. outrageously dun, good dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah um all right musical original score we have uh don't look up don't know how that's in there uh dune Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. To me, I think Dune is a lock for original score. Yeah. Um, I thought Hans Zimmer did a fantastic job, as he always does, on the Dune score. Uh, very much a part of the movie. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, I haven't seen Parallel Mothers. Uh, I do want to see it. Um, so I think I think everything in here could win except for Don't Look Up. I really don't. I don't understand how don't look up is in there yeah <laughs> um yeah i would go i think dune is going to win i think the only other thing that might have a shot at winning is if for some reason they vote for Encanto and are like oh the music in Encanto was really good and it's like yeah like the music was but like <laughs> was the score like i mean the score was great but the score was pretty much just the musical composition of the songs like yeah give or take but you know i wouldn't say that it deserves the best score oscar mm-hmm. um just because i think i think it deserves the best original song um 
but I don't think there I don't think those two things should like overlap for Encanto. Um so yeah, I'm gonna go I think Dune will win. Okay. Next, uh do we wanna do You wanna do uh screenplay? Screenplay. You can do original and adapted real quick. Yeah. So original screenplay. We have Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World, which is another movie I would like to check out. Um I'm going to go with maybe oh, you know what? I'm going to give uh, Kenneth Branagh this one. I'm going to go with Belfast. I think this is the one if there is going to be one this I one think this is where tents. they give it to PTA for licorice pizza. Interesting. Um, I don't agree with that at all. I think, <laughs> I think Belfast out of that list I think Belfast definitely had the best one. That was a very moving, like touching mm-hmm. movie. Um, I guess we'll cover it when we get to supporting. But Jamie Dornan wasn't nominated, right? Um, I know Kieran Hines was, but I don't think so. No, I feel like Jamie. I that's that's a snub to me. I mm-hmm. feel like Jamie Dornan really, he was so good in that. Was Judy Dench nominated? Yeah. Can I ask why? <laughs> she wasn't well, bad. She, she just that, wasn't she really. She stood and looked out of that door. She just wasn't really. Like, she didn't do, like. Yeah. I don't know that. Maybe I. Am I wrong? No, like, you're not wrong. No, no, no. You're not wrong. Definitely. And, like, I get it. The two strongest performances in that movie yeah. were probably Kieran Hines and Jamie Dornan. And it's yeah. like. I oh, thought, uh, what's her name? I don't yeah, know. The, the mom. The, mom, the n- newcomer. I can't remember her name. Um, but, she yeah, was she good. was fantastic. Was she nominated? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, to close off original screenplay, I think this is going to be the one where they give it to licorice pizza. I personally want it to be, um, I'm going to butcher her name. Okay. Cat. Uh, it's a very Irish name. I know. Cat Riona, Riona Belfay. I want to say that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I butchered it. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Was she nominated? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I don't see her. No, nope, not nominated. All right. Yeah, I mean, she was great. I know. Yeah, like her and Jamie Dornan (laughs) together were fantastic. But I mean, I get it. Like, you know, you want to give the the nod to Kieran Hines, you know, because it's kind of a, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, he was fantastic, but also it's kind of like, well, we want to push it for Kieran because it's like he's had such this great body of work, and like we want to make sure he gets nominated, you know, because. He was snubbed for Steppenwolf, um, mm. but uh, <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, uh, I do think in screenplay, I think it'll be Licorice Pizza. Mm. Um, you want to do adapted? Yeah, so adapted screenplay, we have Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Um, I think this one could be Coda. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, because. The amount of dialogue that is uh, just sign language Mm -hmm. is great. Yeah. I think that's all fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think... It's like 70% of the movie. Yeah. Um, As much as I, you know, I really like Dune, and I thought that they did a a good job of adapting, you know, concepts and stuff from the book that might be confusing to somebody who's never read the book. Mm -hmm. Um it was, you know, it was good. It was just, I didn't, I don't know if it was like the best thing, you know. 
Um, yeah. The Lost Daughter to like the Lost Daughter to me just like is it like I I liked it when I watched it, but it wasn't like anything that like I feel like a lot of people love that movie and it just didn't really blow me away. Yeah, personally. Um, Power Dog was good. Driving my car, still haven't seen. But yeah, I would I would. I'd, I'd say Coda, mm-hmm. but I don't know what's going on. I think that if Coda, if people moved away from Coda on Best Picture, I think that they're going to give it to Coda on some of these other categories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's kind of how I feel like it'll fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I, I I think we'll both go Coda on that one. Um, you want to hit the acting categories? Yeah, so we can do – first we'll do actor in a leading role and then actress in a leading role. All right. So we have uh, Javier Bardem. For being the Crados, Benedict Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth. Personally, I would love Andrew Garfield to win. I I love Tick Tick Boom. I thought he was amazing. Um, but for me, who I think will win, I think it will go to Will Smith because I just thought he he was fantastic in King Richard. He was. Very, very good. Um, Denzel, and I think it might be like the whole Shakespeare thing. Like, oh, my God, you know, Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, and he was really good, but I, you know, I think I thought Will Smith was better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, see, this is a tough one because I have not seen King Richard yet. Um, I want to still say Andrew Garfield. But I feel like it's been a long time since Tick Tick Boom. <laughs> yeah, came out. I feel like it also has been a long time. <laughs> and um, if there's a, if the Academy voters have shown the public anything, it's their memory is very very short. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a good chance that even though it came out right at the end of the year, that it was already lost in the shuffle. Um, when you got things like Coda, Power of the Dog, everything like that dropping so close to the uh, voting period and everything. Um, I want it to be Andrew Garfield so bad. But I th- I'll go I'll go Will Smith. But in terms of what I end up putting on my ballot, I'm, it might come down to just the last minute. I'm just going to have to pick one of the two because it really... I don't know. I I think those are the only two that are the real contenders for sure. But Will Smith is that thing again of that Leo thing of he's been putting in the work over and over and over again. And, you know, this might just be his year, you know, and and think about how many times 2016, you know, The Revenant was not Leo's best movie. He should have got it for Wolf of Wall Street, being completely honest. Although who won that year? Was it McConaughey for, was that Dallas Dallas Buyers Buyers Club? Club that year? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, Maybe. But still, I mean, that was that was a, for me, like, that was Leo's, like, here's your Oscar. Like, that was fucking amazing what you did. Yeah. Revenant was great. Like, he was really good in it, but. You know. Yeah. But it's like, think about. <laughs> it really was you know, like a makeup. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, think about, I'm sure there was, I'm sure. <clears throat> I can't remember them off the top of my head. It doesn't really matter. But I'm sure there were actors nominated that year for lead actor that gave a better performance than leo did in the revenue yeah. <laughs> um you know and that's not to say that leo didn't deserve the oscar he won it because he absolutely deserved the oscar he just deserved it two years earlier yeah um which he didn't get uh so i'm thinking that might be something that might happen this year where you know 
whether it's concussion or all the way back to things like, you know, um, what is it? The pursuit of happiness, you know, Ali, everything that he's done, um, you know, he's just kind of looked over and looked Mm. over and looked over. And now he's got this titular character, starring role, biopic, fantastic performance, passion project. Like he's got, he's got all the boxes checked. Mm. Um, and I, and I feel like it could all just come together for him this year. So I'm going to go Will Smith, but again, like I said, don't be surprised if on my ballot I change it back to Andrew Garfield or if I go with Will Smith because I feel like really it could go either way. Mm. I, I feel like there's really no indication either way. Yeah. Um, next, we have uh, actress in a leading role. We have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Uh, to me, this is probably Kristen Stewart's to lose, I want to say. Uh, I thought she was really good in Spencer. Uh, I really like Spencer as well. Um, so I think, yeah, I think this might be her. I think this might be her award. I was, I liked Spencer. Um, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, it was, I liked it. I thought it was like competently made, but I just. So you kind of have to like that style too. Like I just didn't care of... for the, for the story. Okay. I was just like, I felt like it, it got a little lost in itself, like with her trying to go to the house like you know like go, cutting across the lawn and stuff and that she was like so i don't know i feel like it, it mainly was just like story wise and just yeah. like certain plot elements that were just like because it's a very like surrealistic look at yeah. princess diana um and i feel like it just kind of lost itself in there it, it was kind of like what i said about like green knight like i was like i feel like it kind of lost track of, of of its own story at, at some point um but she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. Best performance of her career up to this point, for sure. Um, so I agree. As much as I thought that Jessica Chastain was incredible in Eyes of Tammy Faye, um, same kind of thing. I think that movie was, you know, um, good, but not great, but with great performances. Um, I think Kristen Stewart is a little more of like, a, you know, a rallying cry behind her of like, you know, she's been just like Pattinson. Like yeah, she's been, I was just thinking she's that. been putting in, you know, the work in yeah. the indie movies and, you know, festival awards and stuff like that. And I feel like this is where they're like, all right, nope, she's finally done. Like Spencer was, she got up to the, to the, to the a grade, you know, the big leagues on it. And mm. I feel like, like you said, it's hers to lose. Um, I could see some, you know, surprise of like a uh, Penelope Cruz or something. Like I could see just like some random thing happening, like an Emily in Paris. Oh, no, she like, could be the. You know, we haven't. I haven't seen Parallel Mothers. I know you haven't either, right? No. Yeah. So. Like I said, I've I've seen. I saw like a few scenes of it, like oh, when okay. I first started at my new theater. Like uh, we were showing it, so I've I've seen like one scene with her in it, and I'm like, yeah, she's good. <laughs> like she, you know, yeah. she was good. Um, like she, she got to act a lot in her, um, in her native, you know, tongue in her, uh, what is it? What does she speak? Portuguese, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like that kind of probably helped with her performance too. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Kristen Stewart has got it pretty well locked. Like we said, it could be, you know, anything can really happen, but I feel like she's got it pretty well locked. Mm. 
Um, what about supporting? Uh, actor in a supporting role, we have Kieran Hines for Belfast, uh, Troy Coetzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Uh, to me, uh, I don't think Jesse Plemons has a chance, in my opinion. Um, he was good. I take that personally. I'm sorry. Uh, he was good in it, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know. Didn't I really... thought he was better in Windfall. Oh, really? Oh, what, really? Well, I th- I it's not like an o- it's not like an Oscar. I mean, they're movie. different. Yeah, I was to say they're completely different movies. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he's got a lot of heavy lifting to do in yeah. Power of the Dog. I just enjoyed him more in Windfall. Like mm-hmm. I just thought he was a really great character. Um, um, yeah, for me, I'm I'm gonna go Kieran Hines, but I would be uh, completely fine with Troy Coetzer taking it. That is who I think is gonna take it. Okay. I think that's one of them that. Um, will get in on the coda buzz of maybe and now this is my big play here like my big play is that the conversation has shifted enough that coda won't yeah. win best picture so i'm thinking it's going to get all these other ones but maybe it'll win best picture and then not get anything else you know mm-hmm. so it could be all thrown is it off, also but. and i might be completely out of pocket saying this is it also fair to say that it's more of a i don't know how to say it like not a, i don't want to say like a, it's not because it's not a burden but it's more of a heavy lifting to do because you are just, you know, you're signing, but you're also really just acting with your face. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't convey like your meaning through words. Like you have to do it a different way. Yeah. And do you think that means more? I feel like it would just depend on the voter. Yeah. Like whether I, I if I was voting, yes, absolutely. I mean, that's you're working so much harder to try to achieve the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think it just depends. I feel like also another reason why maybe it won't be him is just because maybe people won't see it that way, which, mm-hmm. you know, sucks because they, you know, they deserve better than that. But um, I still think it'll be him. I mm-hmm. still think it'll be Troy Coetzer. Um, But, it, you know, I could also see it being Kieran Hines because yeah. that was kind of the original push was that, you know, how good Kieran Hines is. And he is really, really good. You know, he's really great in that movie. He's got, like, some nice subtle moments, too. Um, and then, of course, you know, I'm not going to spoil it, but, you know, where, where his character, you know, winds up and how everything resolves itself, you know, is very emotional and everything. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to go my final pick is... Uh, Troy Coetzer gotcha. for Coda. Um, then actress in a supporting role, we have Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, uh, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and on uh, new Ellis. Mm-hmm. Some for some reason I could not read that for King Richard. Um, I think Ariana DeBose has is locked up. Yeah, uh, I agree. That seems to be all the buzz. I thought she was. She, she was definitely was fantastic movie, yeah. in Fantastic and West Side Story. Yeah, Rachel um, Zegler was great too. Not yes, like, Rachel Zegler. Know, they were, yeah, they, she was the lead. Obviously, they but. they both went hand in hand. But she, yes. you know, she Debose like stole the show basically, essentially. Uh, again, I'm for. Again, no shame to uh, not take shots at uh, Dame Judi Dench, but I just I, I don't really understand why she's nominated. Yeah. Uh. She was good again. Like I, I just, I don't know. She, again, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of off the rails on here. No, I, I, I no, I, <laughs> I agree with you. I think, 
she's given, you know, some great performances, but it's like, you know, I'd nominate her for like, I don't know, I'd nominate her for like Skyfall over this. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like she, you know, she was Not good. <laughs> Depends on who's making the Jellica choice, I guess. Um, but, uh, oh man, what a, what a, what a movie. Yes. What a role. Um, the role of a lifetime, really. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, not, uh, I would definitely uh, agree with you, though. I feel like she was really good in Belfast, but it's just it's just not... I don't know. I, I, I feel like it, it's probably worthy of a nomination, but I don't think it's worthy of a win. Notice that we have not heard anything from Tom Hooper since. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just looked at his IMDb. It was like, no upcoming projects. Oh, and I was God. like, oh, boy. Uh <laughs> Poor but guy. yeah, I'm. Guy I'm, made the king speech, and then he go. He's just gonna end his career on cats. Oh my god! I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ariana DeBose for this one. I just yeah, think it's same. slam dunk. Um, Absolutely. What do? What else do we want to? Uh, director. Directing. Yeah. All right, directing. We have Belfast, uh, Kenneth Branagh, Drive My Car, Rizuki Hamaguchi. Uh, sorry if I, uh, you know, I butchered that know name. It. Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, The Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. I am going to go with... I am going to go with Steven Spielberg. I really want it to be Kenneth Branagh. I think it. I think there's a shot that it will be Kenneth Branagh because this is the only Oscar that he personally would win unless it won like Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want it to be Kenneth Branagh, but I think they're going to give it to Steven Spielberg because I think it's like, well, Spielberg's been kind of operating in this like, I want to do this movie. Like, well, so in kind of, the, <laughs> he's been in this nebulous like Bridge of Spies, Tintin, like kind of. He's been in kind <laughs> yeah. of this like B to C list area of his career. I feel not to say that both of those aren't good movies; they're both good movies. Um. And, like, you know, I'm sure a lot of the Academy was like, you know, well, the last movie you did was Ready Player One. What is that? You know what I mean? Like, what, like, that, you know, I'm sure the Academy looks down. If they look down on a Marvel movie, I'm sure they look down on Ready Player One. Um, but that being Probably, said, yeah. like we talked about just a few weeks ago when I rewatched it, like, I really enjoy Ready Player One. I think that's a, a great Spielberg movie. Um, that being said, I think a lot of people were impressed with him with this movie and like you said that it's a passion project it's something that he's wanted to do for a long long time um but also there are we've gotten some storyline some uh some stories coming out from the hollywood trades with you know anonymous quotes saying like you know that it was you know it was too much like the original it was you know whatever they're gonna say like it was grueling on set or something like that no 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 like like uh just academy voters being like you know well what's the point it's just a remake you know it's like well he did a lot with it like yeah. i mean it's it's steven spielberg like you know and and i'm one you know i talked about on the show i was like oh, what's the point like you know i'm sure i'm not it's fantastic like it's a really good movie and it's a really good remake um yeah so i i think it'll go to steven spielberg mm-hmm. i i'm gonna agree um, I think it might be like 
You know, granted, though, this gets into the question, though, like if he wins best director and then he doesn't win best picture, like how does that work? You know what I mean? Granted, they do that I mean, like I mean, literally every, yeah. you know, like Romo it's won. Happened. Right? Like Romo, Romo won best director. And best director, but it did not win best, best picture. picture. Yeah. Um, but then you get like, oh, uh, no, well, Chloe Zhao won best director last year and best picture was no Nomadland. Nomadland, yeah. Um, well, although, again, okay, sorry. There has been a, like, two-year streak because Bong won Best Director and then Best Picture. Yeah. So, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm going to – I'd go – I'd probably go West Side Story. Although, actually, I might go Jane Campion because – no, I'd probably go Jane Campion because I feel like she's been winning. And I know sometimes it's really – it's not really a signal of what yeah the voters voted for. But she I feel like she's been winning – the best director awards in the, all the mm-hmm. other award shows. Yeah. Like power of the dog. It has, it's across all the award shows, like the BAFTAs sag, everything. Mm. Uh, it has the most number of nominations. And now with just the Oscars left, it has the most number of wins too. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it clearly has struck a chord with, yeah. you know, <clears throat> voters and critics and stuff. But, uh, so you think no chance for PTA? I don't think there no. Okay. I don't think there's any chance. Um I think he's directed better films. Mm. Uh but also I think it's like the backlash with the movie, some of the stuff in it. I I just I don't know, I just feel like there's too much going against it. Um and I feel like best director is such like a high profile one. Yeah. It's like they're not gonna give it to him. That's why I think maybe it <laughs> So then everybody goes, Oh, play. we gotta check out this licorice pizza and everybody yeah. goes, What the what? Yeah, like yeah. that's why I feel like they might give him like screenplay, because it's it is a good story, but yeah. Then again, there's Just like weird. there's some issues with it. Um, all right, so we can do cinematography, and then I don't know if we want to do anything after that we probably end on cinematography uh so cinematography and I, this is just kind of a close and shut case to me but uh we have dune greg frazier uh nightmare alley dan lautzen uh the power of the dog ari wagner tragedy of Macbeth, bruno del bonnell and what's that story uh janus kaminsky i think that's how you pronounce it sorry uh for me it's dune um maybe uh power of the dog i'd throw in there um, who shot Power of the Dog? Power of the Dog was Ari Wegner. Oh, okay. Uh, but to me, it's Dune, and then I think Greg Frazier went from Dune to the Batman, if yeah. I recall. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, he's another one. I he better be nominated next year. Yeah, because that movie is fantastic. Um, it's Dune. I think. I think it's for Dune. this one as well. I mean. I feel like Dune is going to win a lot of the technical stuff, but I feel like the in the Oscar world, mm-hmm. I think cinematography not that cinematography isn't a technical award, but it's it kind of rides that line of it's it's partly a technical award, partly more of like a you know, higher caliber award. Um I think Greg Frazier deserves it, I think, and I think the movie deserves it because that movie is incredible. Um, and I feel like, too, it's one thing to shoot beautiful, real photography in real locations and stuff um, and have the end result look fantastic of the photography. It's another thing to shoot beautiful, real photography and leave room for beautiful visual effects to enhance it 
add to it, add ships inside of your amazing, you know, shots. And Greg Fraser did all of that. I mean, you just think about some of the scenes on, you know, Arrakis and then, you know, I forget the name, but Kaladin. Uh, yeah, Kaladin. Like, especially on Kaladin, like when they're, um, the scene with him and Oscar Isaac, when they're talking about, um, previous generations of their family mm-hmm. and like the waves are crashing and they're on like the cliff side and it's just like you forget you're watching science fiction like it's just beautiful cinematography like it just looks so crisp and clean the entire film is just like so good like it just looks so good visual effects even taken out of it it just looks so good even interior scenes like with um you know the high priestess or whatever with the box scene inside the the library that was talking about the i forget what his name is the sarnakar like leader or like preacher guy oh the (laughs) mongolian throat singer yeah Yeah. um no but i mean that was even great too like the rain like the sequence of the rain when they're when all the soldiers are getting ready like the harkonnens are like gearing up to you know go into battle or whatever uh, it's fantastic. Also, the way that he shot Stellan Skarsgård, because yep. I mean, the prosthetics do a lot to emphasize that character. Stellan obviously does a lot to bring that character to life, but also the way that that character is shot and that it sometimes is shot like so wide, just so you like you almost like feel his power just through how much of the frame he's taking up and stuff. And I feel like all that comes down to to Greg Fraser and Denise like vision for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if it wins for – I think it deserves score and everything, but I think if Dune wins for anything, it better be this category. Mm. I would hate to see it go to anything else. I really would. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that'll uh, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, this week, uh, keep an eye out for our official ballots that we'll tweet out, post on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And if we had a community page on here, which we're not – we haven't, like, unlocked yet, I believe, yeah. correct? Yeah, uh, we posted that. that here. Um, but thank you for the, uh, subs we've been getting in the past few days. Uh, we've now passed 360. We're I at 361. I think we can confidently say, uh, moving the moving live forward shows. live shows will be on this channel going forward. Uh, we've definitely seen a improved algorithm that we were hoping for. Um, so I think we will definitely be going forward. Um, you know, with this channel, uh, we'll probably post our, I'll probably post our ballots on TikTok too. Um, keep, follow us there. Uh, I've been one of your hosts, uh, TJ Cornwell, and they'll do it for me. Yeah, and I've been your other host, Sean Monk. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Uh, we will also be live tweeting the Oscars um, as best as we can, uh, keeping up with everything. Um, but yeah, so make sure that you are following us uh, on Twitter at the official PFN, like you see right there at the bottom of your screen. You can also follow us; those are our personal Twitter handles as well. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Like we said again, thank you guys for the growth that we've been seeing lately. Uh, we really appreciate it. You know, we were around 350 for many, many months. The fact that we're now in the 360s. And, uh, you know, just going up from there and everything is great. There's a lot of new reactions that I posted today. We had a lot of trailers dropping in, like, the past day or two that I got caught up on. Um, the trailer reaction for Alex Garland's Men. Uh, yes, did you yeah. watch that trailer? I did not. So no. that you got to watch that trailer. That oh, trailer okay. is awesome. Uh, I'm going to throw it up here before you okay. leave. Um, that, that trailer is awesome. Again, Jesse Buckley, uh, not nominated this year. Um 
that's up on the channel. My X review is up on the channel. Windfall review is up on the channel and the TikTok and everything. Um, but yeah, most importantly, share this video. Uh, share this stream. Share our channel with anybody that you guys know that, uh, you know, likes film, likes TV, anything entertainment. Um, yeah, and we will see you guys in the next video. Boom.